This is God's servant Philip Koshikoshi. I am the pastor of Revelation Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. I pray that you will experience the power of God's word in all its richness and glory today. May your faith be revived, your mind be renewed, and your body be healed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. The Lord is good. And he does good. Yes, the Lord has um, you know, granted us to gather like this, those of you joining us online as well, to, um, to experience his presence, his fullness of joy. Amen. There are pleasures forevermore. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Let us, uh, let us read the passage scripture from Matthew chapter, chapter 5, and I shall read from verse 1 to 11. Matthew chapter 5, verses 1 to 11. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountain. And after he sat down, his disciples came to him. He opened his mouth and began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the gentle. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness. Blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad. Your reward in heaven is great. They persecuted the prophets who were before you. Praise God. It is a blessing through the ages. What Jesus has declared here is operated, has operated through the ages. Uh, 2,000 plus years testify that his word is true. These are promises. The Beatitudes are promises. They're promises about God's presence in the midst of our need. Praise God. The promise of God's presence in the midst of our need. It's already operated as you declared it, as it touched your spirit. When you, you voiced the, these promises, I believe something has happened. I believe that something has happened. Praise God. Give voice to the scripture. Give voice to the scripture. Amen. Those of you at home, give voice to the scripture. The Holy Spirit expressly underlines, give voice to the scripture. Don't keep quiet. Whatever challenge or situation you face, when the Spirit of God awakens a scripture in your heart, give voice. Let me repeat that. Whatever situation you're facing, whatever challenge you may be facing, if the Holy Spirit causes a scripture to arise in your heart, give it voice. Praise God. Praise God. I hope today has been marked... Uh, with many occasions through this day. I hope this week has been marked with many occasions where you gave voice to the Holy Spirit. Where you gave voice to the Holy Spirit, to the Word of God. Okay, so there, there was one amen, the, you know, those that were shaking their heads. And I believe that that has transpired this week. I hope you've given voice to the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah, voice to the Holy Spirit. Michael, give voice to the Holy Spirit. 
Amen. So that you can uh, declare like Jesus declared, I do not speak on my own initiative. Praise God. That is ours. That's ours. That we don't speak on our own initiative. We are given an initiative by the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. You've been hearing about speaking in tongues, being filled with the Holy Spirit. Give initiative to the Holy Spirit. Give initiative to the Holy Spirit. Speak the word of God. Speak the utterance the Holy Spirit gives you. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So Jesus opened his mouth and we are to open our mouth. Praise God. Jesus opened his mouth. We must open our mouth. Uh, The disciples spent three and a half years with the Lord. Three and a half years with Jesus. He opened his mouth and proclaimed those scriptures. Sent his Holy Spirit upon them. That they may echo Jesus over and over. Their voice is heard till today. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So we are on verse 6. It says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for? Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. For they shall be? Praise God. There are two words that I want to bring out again. It starts with blessed and ends with satisfied. What a way to end a, a, a sentence, isn't it? What a way to start a sentence and what a way to end the sentence. Blessed, satisfied. So even works with your breath. Blessed, satisfied. Glory. Say, blessed, satisfied. Amen. In the English language uh, and, and language in general, there, there is a reason why it's... Um, it, 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 um, one of the reasons it, it sounds the way it does is also the effect it has on your face. I'm so tempted to use some Malayalam words to, to uh, give you the um, very accurate examples of how it affects your face. But I will stick with English. Yes. Blessed. Say blessed. blessed. It's, it, it sounds the way it should sound when there's a smile on your face. Blessed. See, the, the, the way it's constructed itself, you know, it, it lifts the burden. It lifts the burden. Amen. Jesus wants the burden. Praise God. We serve a God who wants the burden. Our God. There's no God like our God. He wants the burden. Yes, He wants to give you a, 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 a yoke that is easy and light. Praise God. Praise the Lord. If you want to uh, illustrate it, I encourage you to lift something really heavy. Maybe something you can't even carry. Have you tried that? Just make sure you don't injure your hamstring. I have a joke. I, I want to share it. Yeah. So over the last few weeks, I've been teasing my wife. For those of you know that, uh, maybe some of you who are watching don't know, we, we play football as a church. And it's such a blessed time. So um, uh, <laughs> praise God. And um, one of the things that I've been teasing my wife over the last few months is, you know, it's coming. And she's like, what? What's coming? Six-pack is coming. <laughs> and she's like, what, what do you need a six-pack for? <laughs> so I've been teasing her for a while with the six-pack joke. And um, um, so this uh, when was it? Wednesday, yeah, this Wednesday, uh, I ended up getting injured at the football uh, that we had, the match that we had, I got injured, went back home. 
And uh, spontaneous. I love these spontaneous jokes. So I'm busy asking for every ice pack in the house. Bring them all. <laughs> We've got like three, four ice packs <laughs> in the two fridges that we have. So she got all these uh, ice packs and then she, then she looks at me and says, hmm, six pack, more like ice pack. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I had to share that with you. Okay. Praise the Lord. So try lifting something very heavy. Hmm? Many of you are looking at me like, you know, you, you're not doing any, of, any sort of these kind of uh, exercises, trying to lift something very heavy. Maybe you have somebody that does it for you. Maybe that's why. But try lifting something very heavy. And then to illustrate what the Lord does for you, then lift something that's very light. Take a pillow. See, this is, this is our experience every time we meet Jesus. Every time we spend time in prayer, a heavy burden is taken away and in return you have a pillow. Amen. Blessed. Glory. It's a blessed experience. You meet with Jesus, he takes the burden away. The heavy burden is taken away. Today the Holy Spirit says, whatever that heavy burden is, those of you watching us at home, whatever that heavy burden is, if you gave it to Jesus, he takes it away. In exchange, you have one pillow. Yes. Comfort my people. Yes. Comfort. Oh, comfort my people. Yes. Praise God. Blessed, satisfied. Blessed, satisfied. Thank you, Jesus. And uh, right in the middle of this beatitude, the secret is given. How do you experience a blessed condition and a satisfied condition? It is to hunger and thirst for? Praise the Lord. I mean, a large part, a good chunk of my life, I considered righteousness a burden. I had an image of righteousness as something that will cause you to look very, very uh, sullen, very uh, weighed down. Yeah. You mentioned righteousness and it's not a word that you want to celebrate uh, like let's have a party. You don't, you don't associate let's have a party with righteousness. I know all of you are struggling to process that two phrases, isn't it? But that must change. Righteousness is the party. Righteousness is the party. Righteousness is the Holy Spirit party. It's the Holy Ghost party. Righteousness. When you start to invest and you start to address and you start to change and you start to pursue righteousness... Mm, blessed and satisfied. That's right. Righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness, peace. Seek righteousness. There's peace and there is joy in the Holy Ghost. Praise God. I want to mention this, the fact that the promise where it says satisfied, it, the word is to be fed. It is also a language, we considered that in the breaking of bread two weeks back. We considered the, 
The fact the word satisfied that is used in verse 6. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. The word satisfied is again connected with the food language. It says hunger and thirst. And the word satisfied means fed. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Fed by God. Fed by God. The word also means filled. I find it, it is, it is so incredible that every single beatitude is setting the, the, um, the requirement, the, the, um, it is sort of uh, pulling in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Blessed are the poor in spirit, theirs is the kingdom of God. The spirit of God is, is operating and working the kingdom of God on earth. No amens for that? The Holy Spirit is the one who operates and is, is, um, is working the kingdom of God on earth. No amens. I need an amen. Jesus said it is better for you and he left. That also no Amen. And he sent the helper. He sent the one who is the dynamics of the kingdom. He's the Holy Spirit. So blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the Holy Spirit. For theirs is the Holy Spirit. We considered blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be parakletos, comforted. The word is connected with parakletos. The word parakletos means Holy Spirit, the presence of the Holy Spirit, the comforter. That's right. Blessed are the gentle, for they shall inherit the earth. Praise God. The Spirit of God hovered over the waters and creation took place. The Spirit of God hovers over the earth and the new creation takes place. Blessed are the gentle, for they shall inherit the earth. And then we consider this. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. They shall be filled. Filled with the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, we complicate this filling with the Holy Spirit. You turn your eyes to Jesus. That very act itself, the filling of the Holy Spirit has begun. Praise God. Amen. Just turning your eyes to Jesus, turning your eyes to righteousness is by the filling of the Holy Spirit. Be free. Set free. Uh, it's not complicated. To be filled with the Holy Spirit is to turn your eyes to Jesus. You have the slightest inclination towards Jesus is because there is the Holy Spirit in your life. The Holy Spirit's not far away. He's very near. Praise God. He is very near. And he fills, fills us. So it says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. They shall be satisfied. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Hunger and thirst for righteousness. Let me turn your attention to Romans chapter 12 and verse 11.
Romans chapter 12 and verse 11. It's up. Not lagging behind in diligence. Not lagging behind in diligence. Fervent serving. This is a scripture that captures hunger and thirst for righteousness. Being not lagging behind in mm, applied diligence. What is um, what kind of image do you get from the word diligence? Sincerity, yes. Diligence means sincerity. Do not lag behind in in sincerity. Let's use the word sincerity in diligence, which means sincerity. Any other? Enthusiasm. Do not lag behind in. You were saying another word. Nisha, you were saying another word? That is connected to diligence. Huh? Diligence is, is um, equated with hard work. Is, uh, is, is that you've put an effort into it. Do not lag behind in. Yes. Hard work. Towards what? Being fervent in spirit. Fervent in spirit. Serving the Lord. This evening, the Spirit of God wants to ask us the question whether we qualify or we, we recognize or we go to sleep at the end of the day having fulfilled this scripture. Not lagging behind in diligence concerning spiritual matters. Concerning your role in the kingdom. Not lagging behind in diligence. Fervent in spirit. Serving the Lord. These are not optional things, church. Today, I, I, they, you wonder whether we are... Yeah, many lifestyles that people in the church live. You, you wonder whether these scriptures are uh, not lagging behind. Not lagging behind. In step with the Holy Spirit. Zealous. Energetic about things of the Spirit. Praise God. Excited about the things of the Spirit. Diligent about the things of the Spirit. Serving the Lord. Serving the Lord. You know, I, I pray that every day, I pray that you would have the experience of being satisfied that you serve the Lord. We let a lot of other things cloud our, um, you know, our lives. So many other things. But if you serve the Lord today, praise the Lord. Amen. If you serve the Lord today, praise God. If you did the chores that the Lord has given you as unto, as to God, praise the Lord. If you take care of your child to be faithful to God. Praise the Lord. Do you understand? Do you understand? Huh? 
the Lord Christ whom you serve. See, if your meaning and your, um, um, what do you call, um, worth is what the world says about you. If it is anything else, if it is, um, uh, to, to use this because it connects, if it is your bank balance, if it is your, uh, the salary you're earning, None of this should be your value or your worth. It is that you have served the Lord diligently. That you serve the Lord diligently and you're fervent in spirit. Praise God. You're fervent in spirit. It says, not lagging behind in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. The Greek word that is used for fervent means to boil with heat. Bubbling. Exactly, that's where the songs, yes, you see, I, I don't think the person who wrote the song studied the Greek and all, but see, it's the Holy Spirit. Because, uh, you know, that Sunday school song that hopefully all of you have sung, it's bubbling, it's bubbling, yeah, that's right, it's bubbling in my soul. I don't know if that person did a, a study on Romans chapter 12 verse 11 and studied the Greek and, no, it's, it's the Holy Spirit. How many of you boiled water? I know I have. One of the few things I can do. Yes. If you've boiled water, man, you know, till that point of boiling, you know, it's what it is. It's just, it's there. There are a few bubbles here and there. And that boiling point heat hits. It's like some creature has come into that. Uh, yeah, it talks to you. The whole vessel begins to, to shake. No, none of you have been amazed? At, or you're like, hey, this, uh, no, I, I think it's really amazing what happens at boiling point. I mean, the stuff knows something's boiling. Because he's got a life of its own. Fervent in spirit means bring to a boil in the spirit. Praise God. Let the Lord give you a revelation. See, we must change. We must change. Allow the Holy Spirit to change us. Yeah, let, let the Spirit lead us by hand. Praise God. Let the Spirit lead us by hand. Let us, let us have the entire experience. Somebody say amen. Let us have the entire experience. Less of me, more of you. Amen. Less of me, more of you, Jesus. More, more, bring me to a boil. Bring me to a boil. Fervent. Stir up, yes, we're coming to, you know, bring it to a boil. This, this work of righteousness is, is not a, a process of making you... Um, Lifeless. It is a process where you begin to take on a life that is limitless. Praise the Lord. Praise God. It's the boiling point. Fervent in spirits. Praise God. Fervent in spirit. The Holy Spirit is able to bring you to a boil. Praise God. Amen. Amen. I hope you're visualizing yourself. I'm visualizing myself. I hope you're visualizing yourself. I'm visualizing myself. Coming to a fervency. Amen. 
The world may call you crazy. But if it's the Holy Spirit that's igniting your fire, come to that fervency. Come to that boiling point. Let the things of God arise out of you. Amen. Let it come out of you. Amen. Let the things of God, the righteous, righteousness is a fire. Righteousness is a fire. Praise God. It brings things to boil. It uh, transforms people. It changes them. Praise God. Praise God. Fervent in spirits. We have a responsibility to stay hot for God. No matter what. We have a responsibility to stay hot. In plain language, the apostle moved by the Holy Spirit is telling us, you have a responsibility to stay hot for God. Let me repeat that. This is a commandment. This is not optional. Some of you can be fervent and some of you cannot be. No, this is for all of us. Do not lag behind in diligence. Fervent, boiling. Boiling. If there's one image I want to leave in your hearts this evening, it is that boiling. If you had a, what do you call those things? If you had one of those, um, what are those ovens called? The one that runs on electricity. Ah, if you had one of those induction, we could have, uh, you know, while I was preaching this, we could have possibly done an illustration. Next time I should think of that when I do this one. To boil with heat, to boil with heat, the heat of the Spirit of God. Amen. Where righteousness is, the Spirit of God is. Righteousness is because the Spirit of God is. True righteousness, Spirit of God. Amen. Church, if you're getting it, say amen. True righteousness, Spirit of God is there. It's just... uh, There is no other way. There is no existence of one without the other. Praise the Lord. True righteousness. The presence and the work of the Holy Spirit. The blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus and the Spirit is like fused. Let me repeat it. Yes, the blood of Jesus and the Holy Spirit is fused. Where the blood is, the Spirit is. Glory. Glory. Praise the Lord. Whew, he is here. He is here. He is here. Praise God. Whew, fervent in spirits. We have responsibility to stay hot for God no matter how cold our spiritual environment or the environment around us. If you have enough heat, you can boil water. Huh? Yes, in the North Pole. That's why Jesus said, I give the Spirit without measure. I give the Holy Spirit without. There's no limit to what He can do. What the Holy Spirit can do. Glory, glory, glory. Praise the Lord. The Spirit of God is speaking. There is no limit to what he can do. And uh, some of you already, the Spirit of God is speaking to you about moving to this place where you boil. 
And God is inviting you to a place of fervency. Come to a place of fervency where he can come upon you. And, and uh, you start to do things you never thought you could do. Praise God. Amen. Yes, you shall prophesy. Amen. You shall work miracles. Glory to God. Amen. Whew, he brings to a boil. The presence of the Spirit of God brings to a boil. Hallelujah. Today I had the experience where um, a particular song which I shared with some of you. And um, I came across that song sometime at around 1 o'clock, 1.30 in the afternoon. And uh, man, it's like the room got filled. Yeah, it, the room got filled with the presence of God. It's like every stroke of the guitar, every chord that was played, um, it, it, was, it resonated with heaven. It was like a moment captured in time and space. Praise the Lord. Where a servant of God has submitted, a, a group of servants of God has submitted to the Holy Spirit. This, is a, this was recorded, I think, maybe, maybe 10 years, 7 or 10 years or maybe more years ago. But heaven came down and glory filled my soul. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So what did I do? Skip to the next song. I placed that song on repeat. I do not kid you. The song played on repeat at a large volume. Get yourself speakers, you know, pray about it. Praise God, pray about it. Get yourself some speakers that, that can... Mm, pray about it. Glory. And uh, when these songs of the Spirit come upon you, turn the volume up. Praise God. Turn the volume up. Glory. Let your cells... Huh? I give you license to make your cells shake. Of course, be sensitive to your parents and those in your house. Yes. But man, I'm telling you, it's a blessing. Turn the volume up. Praise God, because he brings to a boil. And the song played on repeat. One song. You can do the math. I think it's around... Probably five minutes. The song is about five minutes long. I think so. Or four and a half minutes or five minutes. And it played from around, it's actually before lunch. So, around, yeah, okay, 1.30. And it kept playing till five o'clock. The same song. Again and again. Because the words of the Spirit is in that song. Let your baby hear. Yes, words of the Spirit. Glory. Let the words of the Spirit ring. And man, it's... Huh? You should have seen me. My son came in sometime. My daughter came in at some other time. You know, my son came in at one particular time where I had started to boil. Do people see you boil? By the heat of the Holy Spirit? I started to boil. May this be a daily experience. May this be a daily experience. Allow the Spirit of God to take over. Let righteousness take over. Fervent in the Spirit. Praise God. 
Praise the Lord. And this was the scripture I'm, I'm looking at and studying. And man, the Holy Spirit started to turn up the heat. Praise God. So the question is, how do you stay hot for the Lord? How do you stay in this place of fervency? How do you stay in that place of fervency and that heat? Everybody say heat. heat. Say the heat of righteousness. Come on, you got to say it with some more oomph. The heat of righteousness. Oh, glory. The heat of the Holy Spirit. Come on, say it with me. Heat of the Holy Spirit. Mm, how do we stay in that place? Um, uh, nowadays, in, in, um, you know, it, it, at least in certain portions of the church, there seems to be this, this um, hardness uh, to the things of the Holy Spirit. This, you can't make out the difference between uh, people in the church and the world. They dress the same. They talk the same. They watch the same things. They hear the same things. They celebrate the same things. Who am I talking about? People in the church that dress the same way the world dresses. Yeah, I'm talking about everything. Does everything that the world does. Watches everything that the world watches. And uh, surprise, surprise, is just as cold as the world. So you can lag behind, can't you? That hunger and thirst for righteousness can dull, can't it? And as the scripture warns us, do not lag behind. Not lagging behind. Many of us have conduits of the world in our hands. We have it. Uh, in the format of a phone, you have a format, of, format of, a, of a tab, you have a format of, of a, uh, a laptop that is light and thin, and a laptop that is large and, uh, you know, bulky, and you have, you know, you, th- there's so many conduits of the world surrounding us. How do you stay blessed and satisfied? How do you stay blessed and satisfied? The answer isn't what we spoke about. We're going to break it down, but the answer is in that scripture. Not lagging behind in... And being fervent, allowing the Spirit of God to boil us every day. If you boil a certain... uh, if you boil something, it changes. Have you taken an egg and uh, boiled it? You should see a, what, what, what's inside an egg pre-boiling and post-boiling. Boiling changes things. Praise the Lord. And we must boil in the Spirit every day. Amen. We must boil in the spirit every day so that your reactions are not the reactions of your flesh, but the reactions of the spirit. 
Amen. Whew. So how do we do this? Because the coldness outside is increasing. You know, I, 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 I'm constantly surprised by the fact that you look back many years and you think, man, it can't get any worse. And uh, it, it can. And the scripture warns us that, you know, as we head towards the latter days, the love of many will grow cold, that um, uh, iniquity is increased. So church, we have a commandment, do not lag behind. So let us get committed to the things that scripture describes as fire. Amen, amen. Get into the word every day. Get into the word every day. Don't let a day go by without the word of God. Amen. Luke chapter 24. These are scriptures we know. I'm going to go quickly with this. So the first thing is, how do you keep, how do you stay diligent, fervent in the spirit? Get into the word. Keep getting into the word. There is no substitute for that. Luke chapter 24 verse 27 says, okay, the first point is get into the word. Then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, Jesus. Jesus. I don't have to give you an introduction for this. You all know what's going on. Where is this? The road to a mouse, right? All of you are there. And uh, the context is, is incredible. It's like, the, it's like the 21st century church. There's WhatsApp and there's, there's uh, all sorts of things. They're discussing what they read in the news. They're talking about this. They're talking about that. That's when Jesus appears. Yes. And he explains what's going on. I hope you've allowed the word of God to explain what's happening in the world today. Today the problem is the church is, is um, experts on what the world thinks about the world. And that's what the disciples' condition was. Their situation was getting colder and colder. They were becoming cold because they're speaking about all these things that transpired in Jerusalem without the Jesus interpretation. Praise God. Without the Jesus interpretation. Um, Jesus' interpretation is there for the world events of today. You must allow the Holy Spirit to teach you, this is what's going on. This is truly what's happening. Like Jesus explained, it says in Luke chapter 24 and verse 27, beginning with Moses, praise God, Moses has something to say about COVID. Okay, everyone's very silent. Then beginning with Moses and with the prophets, the prophets have something to say about world events. No? This week I had a discussion with a believer and um, uh, this person is in the medical field and uh, a person who, who loves the Lord. So as having the conversation, I said, we must always remember, I said, as you pursue your studies in, in the medical field and uh, you do these things, always remember who is the great, oh, praise God, I'm in the right place. Maybe I should have teased you a bit before I, who's the greatest doctor in the whole world? 
who's the greatest doctor in the whole world? Why are you in this hushed, uh, hushed tones and all? Who's the greatest doctor in the whole world? That's his title, great physician. Great physician. He is the great physician. He's greater than all other physicians. He's the physician of physicians. Then beginning with Moses and with all the prophets, Jesus explained. Today did Jesus explain things to you about Russia and Putin and... Well, Jesus did. Did Jesus explain to you about diapers and children and babies? Every day he desires to. Amen. And more babies. You can say amen. Amen. Say amen. 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 (laughs) My favorite topic. Yes. Be fruitful and multiply. First commandment. Go for it. Okay. Then beginning with Moses. Moses said it, be fruitful and multiply. Okay. Then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them the things concerning himself in the scriptures. He explained the situation. And what happens when you allow Jesus to explain things? It's boiling. It's bubbling. It's bubbling in my soul. Because it says in Luke chapter 24 and verse 32, the disciples said to one another, Praise God. Praise God. They said about something, not when he broke bread, they're speaking about when they were walking with him and he was explaining the scriptures. Praise God. The scriptures cause your hearts to? Were not our hearts burning within us while he was speaking to us on the road, while he was explaining the scriptures to us? If you want to stay fervent and boiling, Allowing the Holy Spirit to boil you, amen, to create that fervency within you. Get into the Word every day. Get into the Word every day. Don't let a single subject in your life be without the Word of God. Don't let a single subject in your life be without the Word of God, without Jesus explaining it to you. Don't let a single subject, don't let it get get away, don't let it... Enter your heart and be implanted without Jesus explaining it to you. Praise God. In First uh, Thessalonians chapter five, and I, and I will be using this this scripture often in in um, in, in these points. First Thessalonians chapter five and verse twenty one. It says, "Examine everything carefully. Hold fast to that which is praise God. Examine everything. Check it with the Word of God. Examine everything and hold." Are you good at forgetting? Ninety-five percent of what is in the newspaper, you got to forget. There's a prophetic word for those of you watching us. Ninety-five percent of what you read in in uh, media, ninety-five percent of it, forget it. There's something to hold fast. That which is Jesus pronounces that. That's good. That's good. Spiritual zeal is kindled in your heart when you hear God speak through the pages of the Bible. Amen. 
when you desperately dig into the scriptures find truth the word will set your heart on fire every day we have this conversation at home before we go to sleep the children get grilled the children get grilled did you read the word of god today what did you read and this is when i am very sleepy yes my wife has this task and uh, the grilling has and uh, and i praise god there is no there is no limitation to the fire when she speaks about what did you what word did you read today and i'll be offering prayers lord help danny remember what he because <laughs> according to his response i get to sleep later and later <laughs> oh praise god hold fast that which is good hold fast that which is good we we tell the children this is the most important thing what god spoke to you you can forget everything else what did god speak to you what's that word you received today did you spend time praying today we're coming to prayer yes the word of god the word of god sets your heart on fire when you open the bible and if you're feeling sleepy yes which can happen because it's a spiritual it's incredible is it you can take a book that is uh, 500 pages you know it can be a fiction absolute fiction and you can't put it down you don't sleep you don't eat hmm but people have coined such phrases that if you have trouble sleeping read the bible people have coined a phrase like that why because it's a spiritual battle there is a spiritual battle going on but you must this spiritual battle should have happened when you were a baby in the lord i'm not giving you license some of you are like ah oh yan angana ne so it's a spiritual battle it's a spiritual battle no this is uh, these are things that you cross over eh you should be a person who starts reading the bible and you can't go to sleep you start studying the bible you lose all track of time those are signs that your heart is being set on fire praise the lord praise the lord but if you are feeling sleepy and unable yeah that means you need to pray you need to ask god lord set me free i do not want this when i read the word of god i want to experience what the disciples experience i want to experience what david experienced i want to experience amen amen what the prophets experienced that it it changed their whole body praise the lord stroke the second thing about uh, keeping the fire the hunger and thirst for righteousness going in your life uh, in spite of the cold world that we live in the second thing that is important is to stroke to 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 um, uh, you know the furnace of private prayer that furnace of private prayer private 
Some of us are getting by because of family prayer. Private prayer. Spend time in private prayer. You're hearing this very similar teaching right through even through Sunday. Spend time in prayer. What is the, what is the um, cure for anxiety? Spend time in prayer. Glory. Spend time in prayer. Go to the terrace. Close the door. Pray. First Thessalonians chapter 5 again, same, same, same uh, portion of scripture. First Thessalonians 5.17 says, you know that that's, that's one verse. That is incredible. Pray without? <laughs> Three words. Pray without ceasing. Even the one who was the, the bishop who was uh, breaking up the, <laughs> he understood. Each of those are like separate verses. You're like, hmm? <laughs> Because he, he felt the spirit saying, underline. <laughs> pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Turn to the person next to you and say, pray without ceasing. Right now, I hope you're praying without ceasing. A conversation with God is going on. Yes. Guard your quiet time as if your life depended on it. Guard your quiet time like your life. I mean, it shouldn't be that your quiet time is the one thing that can be rearranged. Oswald Chambers... Oswald Chambers put this very, very, very well. He said, prayer is the vital breath of the Christian. Prayer is the vital breath of the Christian. Not the thing that makes him alive, but the evidence that he's alive. The evidence that he's alive. If you are a person that prays without ceasing, it means you are alive to God. Understand this. If you are a person who prays without ceasing, you are a person alive to God. You are alive to God. You are connecting with God. It is the evidence that spiritual things are going on. Praying without ceasing. In other words, when your husband is speaking to you, you're praying. When your wife is speaking to you, you're praying. Is that what happens? When your children are speaking to you, you're praying. The issue, oh, I think all the issues actually come down to this. Is that when the conversations are happening, you are not praying without ceasing. Conversation amongst ourselves. I've realized that as I speak to my wife or I speak to my children, if I'm in constant prayer and speaking to the Holy Spirit, the things that come out of my mouth are very different. Sometimes the response to a conversation I'm having with my wife is me speaking in tongues under, under my breath. And then I'll be just looking at her and I'll not have any response. But that was the right response.
pray. Don't let any conversation be without prayer. When you speak to your boss, you be constantly in prayer, speaking to your... Is that even possible? While you're driving the car, constant prayer and speaking with God. When you're standing to preach, constant prayer and speaking with God. It's just, it is something that, that becomes part of you. You have to exercise it. It is a furnace. This kind of prayer, yes, causes that fire for righteousness, that fervency in our lives. The next thing, first thing I mentioned was get into the word. Yeah. Second thing was stoke the furnace of private prayer. The third thing is praise God with abandon. Praise God with abandon. Did you understand what that means? So I just want to read what uh, J. Lee Grady, in fact, uh, I'm borrowing a lot from him as far as the points are concerned. And um, uh, something that he said about um, uh, praising God with, uh, with, with abandon. Sometimes discouragement, fear, anxiety can form icicles in your soul. Discouragement, fear, anxiety can form icicles in your soul. The only way to melt them is to rejoice in the Lord. If you are going through an extended period of heaviness or disappointment, praise God with exuberance. If you're going through an extended period of disappointment, what's the solution? Praise God with exuberance. Shake it off. Shake all these other things, uh, the things that are bothering you. Place it at the feet of the Lord and worship God. Because at the twinkling of an eye, just at that very moment, you may just be taken up. Praise God. Glory. Glory. Praise God with abandonment. Praise God with abandonment. Raise your hands. Declare, you know, in in the space where you have, you can do these things. Declare. Practice loud praise. I'm surprised he had the same thing to say. Something the Holy Spirit's been teaching us. Praise God loudly. It was a requirement for the disciples. Some of us have this very comfort zone, you know. I'm, uh, I'm like this and, you know, we have certain scriptures we grab onto. Stillness and quietness. There's a time to be still and quiet. But I think majority of the time we are supposed to be loud. Because in the, in the tents of the righteous, there's a shout of joy. Huh? Uh, we have the last... Huh? A shout of victory, yes. And uh, if you look at Psalm 150, it's like uh, if there was a way the Psalms, the longest book in the Bible, wants to end, it says, let everything that has breath. And then it uh, goes on to talk about um, joyful noise. It talks about loud symbols. It talks about strings. Uh, let everything that has breath. Huh? Let everything that has breath. Say it again. Let, let everything that has Do you have breath? What should you do with that breath? Oh, yeah. Isn't that a revelation? Did you breathe today? What should you do? Yeah, that's what it means. That everything that has breath, praise the Lord. What does that mean? If you have breath, praise the Lord. 
Don't let a day get by you without an exuberant praise for God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And such opportunities we have. There is liberty in this place. Let your voice be heard. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God with abandonment. With abandonment. Just praise the Lord with exuberance. A new strength arises when you praise God like this. Make a decision. And this is something I believe the Spirit of God is telling this church. Make a decision you will praise God in a more vocal and uninhibited way this year. You know, I was telling you the disciples, um, didn't, they, they were required to make a loud noise. Because if they didn't, the rocks would cry out. Jesus said, yes, they're doing the right thing. Making a loud noise. That's right. 114 verse... Ah, sorry. 149 verse 6. Psalm 149 verse 6 says, Let the high praises of, of, of God be in their mouth. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I give you opportunity when, when we say praise God, it is opportunity for you to break forth in exuberant praise. Praise the Lord. See, when you say this, I believe that you have sensed the strength of God. The Spirit is, is, is reminding me right now that when you said that praise the Lord, some strength came into you. It is, it is from the Lord. It is from the Lord. Praise God. Hmm. To hunger and thirst for righteousness, to keep that fire burning. The next thing is break free from bad habits. Do not quench the Holy Spirit. 1 Thessalonians 5.19. Again. Do not quench the Holy Spirit. Don't resist the Holy Spirit. There are things the Spirit of God is saying, stop. Don't do it anymore. Allow the Spirit of God to break those habits. Make that decision. Praise God. It is a decision. How do we know that? 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 22. Abstain. One, it says, do not quench the Holy Spirit. And then just a few verses down, it says, abstain. Which is a, which is a decision. Abstain. Say no. Are there things in your life extinguishing the flames of the Holy Spirit? This is when it gets really quiet. Are there things in your life extinguishing the flames of the Holy Spirit? Many Christians remain perpetually immature. Unable to grow spiritually because they don't let lustful habits go. They don't walk away. They keep going back to that, like it says in scripture, vomit. And that causes a, a, it has a, you know, a certain effect of dulling the fire inside of you. I mean, if you've noticed, anytime you're called to come up in front, probably the first thing that comes to you is the way you failed. Am I wrong? I did this yesterday. I did that two years ago. It doesn't matter when it was done. 
It is something that sucks your confidence. It is something you need to make a decision. Lord, enough is... Abstain from every form of evil. Every. Everybody say every. I love these scriptures. I don't know how we... How can we get around these scriptures? How can we... We cannot neglect these. Every form of... Today we are sharing every form of evil. We are liking forms of evil. And the scripture says, abstain from every form of form. Form. It has a, uh, it has a, like a vague shape of, shape of evil. Form. Just a, just a form. Abstain. Abstain. Whew. The next thing that keeps the fire burning, get rid of your resentments. Praise God. Can I get a praise God? Can I get a louder praise God? God. Ephesians chapter 4 verses 26 to 27. You should know this by heart. Be angry. Yet do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your. And do not give the devil an opportunity. Be angry yet do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. Do not give the devil an opportunity. Praise God. Jesus said in the last days, we consider this from Matthew chapter 24 and verse 12. It says, most people's love will grow. Don't be part of the cooling trend. I hope you're praying for the people in Ukraine. I hope you're praying for the church in different parts of the world. I hope that uh, you are getting more sensitive and more sensitive to the things of the Holy Spirit. I hope you have grown in compassion. You have great difficulty to stop compassion. Or you become aces at uh, controlling compassion. Do you control compassion? Think about it. Food for thought. Has compassion increased in your life or decreased? Most people's love will grow cold. Nothing puts out the flame of God's love faster than bitterness. Unforgiveness. Praise the Lord. Amen. You have been forgiven much. Forgive much. So great equation to follow. You have been forgiven much, forgive much. Forgive much. Just as God forgave you, forgive. Don't let unforgiveness have root in your life, resentment, bitterness. If there's a property dispute, if you can do something about it, if it's in your power to do something about it, fix it. They want 10 cents, give it. They want one acre, give it. like the if they want one acre (laughs) 
if you can if you can sort the problem sort the problem if you can sort the problem sort the problem don't let resentment bitterness any of these things it forms a hardness over your spiritual sensitivity your issue with your relatives you know some land issue with your relatives will keep you hard hearted and not able to experience the fullness of the holy spirit till the day you die have you been abused in your life forgive that abuser forgive that all bitterness and resentment you know some of the reasons we harbor bitterness and resentment when it is you know revealed to a counselor it is like the counselor doesn't know what to do because it is such terribly silly things that the spirit that the evil spirits have have uh, taken such advantage of you I know brothers who do not have not spoken to each other both are believers they don't have not spoken to each other some petty thing people being resentful and bitter towards church leadership because the pastor didn't say good morning you know don't be this sort of person if you are this sort of person you know um, operate yourself get rid of this stuff become a pilgrim who does not carry much baggage praise the lord every day it should be like you get up with no baggage except to repent for your sin to be humble and to be a good steward this is your only baggage i can't even call it baggage this is all you got to take care of what if you need to repent repent be humble before your god and be a good steward of the things god has given you and sometimes being a good steward is to give it who glory praise god praise god be a pilgrim who does not carry much baggage yes is has the devil put a lot of we had a fantastic skit that we used to do where um, I think Royce and Benoit and uh, I don't know maybe even Dilip has been part of it you know Pastor has been part of it Nishas yeah okay where we where we have this person and and the devil keeps putting bag after bag after bag on that person's head and uh, Jesus has to uh, in the end you know he comes to the foot of the cross because he can't carry all this stuff you can't carry it you can't carry it. don't carry it let the bitterness go that you know pent up anger or resentment is let it go is it going right now let it go is it going right now why you afraid that others will think oh even a person on the lay is it going right now it's going for me is it going right now
Thank you, Jesus. The sixth thing is get in close fellowship. Praise God. Get in close fellowship. You want the fire? Yeah. The fire of spiritual fire. Get in close fellowship. Yes, we, we will look at these scriptures. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 24 to 25. Let us consider how to. So, what happens in church? Stimulation. Praise God. Don't feel guilty that you feel great after church. I mean, we are so strange, you know. We, we think, I should always. Yes, totally. Because this is stimulation.com. Praise the Lord. This is stimulation. It's the Holy Spirit stimulation going on. It is, it is great encouragement. Let us stimulate one another. I'm telling you, find a fellowship and stay in a fellowship where we are stimulated to love and good deeds. Praise the Lord. Do not forsake. And for those of you watching online, I want to encourage you. Yes, COVID's left the building. I don't know what other phrase to use to encourage you to come out for fellowship. Praise God. Come out for fellowship. Come out for fellowship. Go for fellowship. Go for fellowship. Physical fellowship. Uh, it is a commandment. Do not forsake. Do not forsake the assembling. Praise God. The assembling. Assembling. As is the habit of some. But encouraging one another all the more as you see the day drawing near. Praise God. Proverbs chapter 27 verse 17 says, Iron sharpens. Proverbs 27 verse 17. Iron. Praise the Lord. You need sharpening. Yes, the church is the place. Fellowship is the place. Glory. And if we did not need a, a, I don't think we need a greater encouragement. Matthew chapter 18 verse 20. Matthew chapter 18, verse 20. For where two or three have gathered. You know, I tell people recently, I was, I was sharing with someone, uh, and they were speaking about how, you know, the, the availability of the online worship. I am telling you, online worship and worship in the house of God. Here you can cut. Yes, you can cut the presence of God. It is so tangible. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Amen. Long together. Where two or three are gathered, Jesus. Where two or three are gathered, Jesus. Is, he promises I am in their midst. Interesting how fire works. Those of you that do barbecue, the more embers you have, am I right? The more embers you have in your barbecue, and if you keep those embers together, you have a sustained flame, sustained heat. We need to come together. Praise the Lord. We need to come together. <clears throat> God has called us to be a community. It is a commandment. This is why we should never live the Christian life in seclusion. We must never live the Christian life in seclusion. 
God did not call you to be an island. That's right, Psalm 133. You can read it. Amen. Yes. That's right. Glory. He commanded a blessing there. Right now you are blessed. Because you gathered. You assembled. You are blessed. (laughs) It's incredible. God called us to come together in community. The, the only, only exception he has made is in a situation of persecution or imprisonment or exile where he will give supernatural grace. That is it. If you are not imprisoned, come out of your house. If you are not exiled in the island of Patmos, come. Come and fellowship. Come. Come and fellowship. Make sure in a, you are in a church, for those of you that are watching, make sure in a, you are in a church that is on fire for God. There are two things you need to watch out for. It should be a church that celebrates the standards of God's word and should be a church that celebrates, <clears throat> celebrates the Great Commission. When you come to church, there must be a go experience. Go make disciples. There must be a discipleship experience and a go make discipleship experience. That is the right church. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Start using your spiritual gifts. How to keep the fire going? Use spiritual gifts. Yes, fan the flames. Scripture after scripture. Do not neglect... 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 14 says, Do not neglect the spiritual gift within you, which was bestowed, bestowed on you through prophetic utterance, through the laying on of hands by the elders or the presbytery of the church. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. We are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. Created in Christ Jesus for good works. Good works. That we might walk in them. Which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. You should be daily walking in works that God has given you. You should be daily walking in exercising spiritual gifts God has given you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The one that will burn brightest in church is the one that is the servant of all. I didn't say it. The one who burns brightest, yes, with spiritual fire, is the one who desires to be servant for all in the kingdom. Jesus said it. Mark chapter 9, verse 35. Sitting down, praise God. It's another sitting down. Sitting down, Jesus called the 12 disciples and said to them, if anyone wants to be first, he shall be the last. And servant of all. Praise God. Praise God. Get involved in the kingdom. I'm going to close with this. Get involved in the kingdom. The more you get involved in the kingdom, the more fire of the Holy Spirit. 
Get involved, get involved. Amen. Get involved in the kingdom of God and there shall be more fire. There are a few more things I'd like to share which we will do the next time we meet. So I'm going to repeat it. Get into the word. Get into the word afresh and examine what is your experience with studying and reading God's word. If it is putting you to sleep, you need to pray. Spirit of God, help me out. Spirit of God, get involved in this Lord. I, I want it to be the experience of the disciples in Emmaus where their hearts were set on fire, where you are no longer bothered whether you've read Madarama or not. Hallelujah. You're not bothered because this fire is greater. This fire is sweeter. This fire is, is lovely. Get into the word. Let the, there be always a, a furnace of private prayer. You're, you're a person who prays and, and constantly converses with God. Remember this. Let every conversation you have with every person that you're conversing with, let there be also a conversation with God. It will change the way you speak. It will change the result of your conversations. Praise God. Amen. Praise God with, yes, with abandon, with loudness. Rejoice, as you've been hearing. Rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. Praise God. Break free from bad habits. Don't quit. Don't retire. I know Christians who, you know, oh, this is me. I can't change this. I can't do this. I can't do that. Scripture says abstain. But he say the word abstain. abstain. Say abstain. abstain. Yeah, that's a decision. Make the decision. Abstain. Do not quench the Holy Spirit. Abstain from every form of evil. Break the bad habits. Break the things that are, uh, that are um, um, reducing the flames of the Holy Spirit in your life. Get rid of resentments, bitterness and unforgiveness. We're going to pray about each thing as, as the Spirit leads you. Um, get rid of all this extra baggage. Become light. Today I want you to get up off your chairs with a spring. Yes, in your feet. I want you to get up off your chairs with a, with a, with a, with a, with a, um, your countenance having become brighter because Jesus has spoken to you. Jesus has spoken to you. That's all that matters. Jesus told me, forgive. Glory, forgive. Yes, Jesus said, remove the bitterness. Mm, take it out. I don't want it. All I want is Jesus. Get into close fellowship. Praise God. Close fellowship. Close fellowship. There's more that I want to share about that, but we will do that next time. Use your spiritual gifts. Pray, desire the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Pray, desire to be used in the church. And uh, man, that, that is the most glorious thing. Uh, to be used of God. Use your spiritual gifts. Praise the Lord. Be a servant of all. I'm so tempted to ask the question. So I give you a minute or a few seconds to think about what I'm going to ask you. Be a servant of all. Be a servant of all. From the little children that sit in the front to the pretending adults that sit somewhere in the center to the to every single person that is in the church. Be a servant of.
be a servant of all. Go to your maid and discover how you can serve your maid. Be a servant of all. Be, be a channel of this serving everybody. You're reflecting your father from whom every good and perfect gift flows to all mankind. You're reflecting your father. Desire to be a servant of all. Thank you, Jesus. Let the Holy Spirit enlighten you, teach you, change you, change, change. To hunger and thirst for righteousness means change. The pastor win of 2020, we are in 2020, is not the same pastor of 2020. Jesus is changing. Holy Spirit is changing me. Is changing me. Amen. Praise the Lord. Constantly changing me. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hello, this is Nisha Dilakoshi. I'm sure this podcast has blessed you. Do subscribe to our channel for more messages and follow us on social media to stay connected. May God bless you.